Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra, Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. You know, her grandmother used to always say, well, Daylin's the only businesswoman in the family. <laughs> Why did she think that? I would well, you, had, <laughs> you had helped her with that yard sale that she had in 90 degree weather in Georgia and then selling $50 her. $50 after all of that. Right, right. <laughs> if that much. That was the worst. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. This Mother's Day, our special guests are mother-daughter duo, Dave Lynn Mosley and Dr. Lynn McKinley-Grant. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and your ratings and reviews mean so much to us. All right, everyone. Dave Lynn Mosley is the founder of Namesake Skincare. The perfect answer for those looking to dermatologist-approved skincare essentials specifically made for skin of color. The Tufts University graduate and former marketing tech executive was inspired to create the brand based upon her experiences with her own mother, a board-certified dermatologist, and her desire to support the uniqueness of skin of color. Dr. Lynn McKinley-Grant is namesake's dermatology advisor and Daylin's mom. She received her MD at Harvard Medical School and trained in dermatology at NYU. Dr. McKinley Grant specializes in skin of color and internal medicine and has trained over 200 dermatologists. She is your derm's favorite derm, the inspiration for namesake and the expert behind the formulations. Daylin and Dr. Lynn, welcome to Business at the Beat. Thank you so much, Kendra. We're so excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. This is very special. Oh, my goodness. This is such a treat. I have such a wonderful relationship with my mother. We literally talk multiple times a day. I have to say, I can't imagine being in business with her because as much as I love her, she's still we're still like, who's getting the last word? What are you saying? What are you doing? So I am just so happy. We talk a lot about generational inheritance and what that really means. And you guys are just living it and proving it and being good examples to all of us. Thank you. That's so sweet. That's really special. Yeah. Well, let's jump right in. So I have to start with this. Um, We are May in terms of the year. So we're kind of in this like halfway point. And 
at the end of last year, I did a whole manifestation and we're like, these are my words. These are my words. This is what I'm going to do. So now that we're about halfway through the year, what is the one word that you would like to embody for the rest of 2023? Yeah. I mean, it's such a good one. I, and the year's flying by, right? I don't know how it's already May. Um, but I think the word that I would choose is patience. Creating a beauty brand and product development specifically, everything just takes so much longer than you would really expect. And, you know, having launched a year ago, we have one SKU. There's so much pressure to, you know, create more product. And people are like, where's the cleanser? Where's the eye cream? We want this. We want that. And like, I just want to go really slowly and do everything right. Um, but there is this kind of pressure and excitement also around creating more products and getting it out. So it's kind of like that one word for me is like patience, like, let's do things right. Let's take our time. We still have a lot of work to do on our one skew. So I think for the rest of the year, even though I know it's going to fly by, if I can be really patient, that's, that's what will, will be successful for me. Well, and I have to commend you on that because so much is like race to the finish. I started a brand yesterday. Why am I not in Target, Sephora, and Ulta mm -hmm. and everywhere else? And as a founder, it's hard to be patient. So I really commend you. And Dr. Lynn, what's your, what's your word? So uh, my word is gratitude. And I have found that nothing in life, I don't know whether it's since COVID or maybe it was before, goes the way we planned it to go. I mean, you wake up in the morning and you have this list of things and that usually the good thing, good things happen, you know, but bad things happen too. And you have to be grateful for the good things that happen, that you've, you woke up, you are directing in your, you know, the, every work, any work project you have, it's headed in the right direction. It might take a little turn here or turn there, but it's going the way it's supposed to go, whatever that means. So I, the gratitude is something that gets me through really bad times. <laughs> I have to back off and say, Oh, so a friend just called to say her father died. Well, no, what I'm going through with is not that something didn't work. You know, the computer was off. It's, that's not that important. Yeah. So gratitude is my word for today. You know, I really love gratitude. And it's so interesting because I was in a coaching session with my executive coach. And we were talking about gratitude and how I found myself Literally, I used to just like wake up and be like, oh my gosh, I have an idea. I have now. And I forced myself to start with a prayer of gratitude and really the most simplest thing of waking up every day. Because I think, you know, the older we get, although as we know, it's not necessarily affected by age in terms of when we leave this, this earth physically. But I'm always just like, thank you, God, for waking up today, for having breath today and for having the ability to be surrounded by abundance and the things that I need, right? Because we can always want more. We can always say to your point, I thought something was gonna happen this way, but it happened that way. And let me be grateful for that way that it happens and believe that that was the way that it was supposed to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so I really love this, this how you, when we think about patience and gratitude in terms of all that you have both done, 
it's just amazing to me to be at this place where you're doing something so phenomenal together. So Dr. Lynn, talk about your experience. You know, I started the show mentioning generations. And so when we think about as women and what you've experienced in your career growing up, even your education, you know, there's a different nuance to that than how Dave Lynn's been able to enter the world. So give us a little bit of background in terms of you coming up, how you got to this, this place and any learnings that you had along the way. Okay. So I, um, I want to just add one thing with what you had said about gratitude and patience, because I see those two things like going towards your purpose in life. So that, and they kind of take you, will take you far in your purpose. Uh, the, and that's when I can start talking about with my life, which what I'm doing now is nothing compared to what I thought I was going to do as a child. Even I didn't necessarily want to be a doctor. I was um, more interested in saving the world in other ways. I was, you know, somewhat radical in the sixties. I went to a majored in political science in college and didn't, I took geology as my science course. One, one chemistry course I had to, but no, not really any interest in, medicine. And I, um, but as I was working after college, I worked as a counselor and had the opportunity to counsel a lot of people who were going into careers of law and medicine. I said, well, this is sort of interesting. I had a friend who was very ill and I wanted to know more about the illness. And I, so I started taking some courses and then decided to apply to medical school. Uh, So that's <clears throat> how I, the pre-med course was, I mean, had a whole second career. Medicine was my second career, basically. The, um, and I'm stressing this too, because I'm trying to attract people who have done other things, particularly, um, black men and women, but we have a shortage of black men doctor, male doctors. Um, so I ended up applying to medical school. I went to Harvard and I, uh, because that was, the, I got accepted to everywhere. I was actually rejected from Howard, but, it was after I had been accepted at Harvard. So I think there was some talk under the table or something about where, what was what. And uh, I ended up in dermatology. I did internal medicine first after medical school, primary care. I worked in at the Albert Schweitzer Hospital in Gabon. So that was where I got a lot of experience in skin of color in Gabon, Africa. It's just in, right under the hump, as I describe it. And then I, you know, Medicine is really my passion, internal medicine, and I found that the skin reflects internal diseases. So I said, hmm, and I met a doctor, Dr. Samuel Michella, who was a famous doctor in in Boston, and he practiced medicine the same way. And so I said, hmm, but dermatology was, it was just so exciting working with him. You saw everything from eczema to leprosy, and I decided to go into dermatology then. Um, at that time, I did not have, well, no, I guess Daylon was born by, when I started Durham, and um, she's been kind of with me all the way through, um, from pregnancy to uh, now, you know, and it's, uh, so the career has been in Durham, but with the focus on internal medicine, and now I'm focusing on art, and, and art and beauty, and I find that art's beautiful and people are beautiful and it kind of mixes together very well. I really like the, the story and I like how, and which just goes back to gratitude. Like you wanted to save the world 
And I think it's interesting because when we think about our skin and the importance of dermatology in terms of as a profession, like you really are, you're saving the world in the sense of how we feel about ourselves. And it doesn't always have to be the superficial, but there is something that's interconnected that does, in my mind, it saves us spiritually, it saves us mentally, it saves us in terms of how we have confidence to go out into the world and be ourselves. And so there's an interesting duality like art and beauty that it wasn't necessarily, it was your second choice, but it became the forefront of what you're doing and clearly the impact of that on Davelin. Yes. You know, it's, and the other thing, we, you never know how you're impacting your child. Really, you, you, a lot of what she's doing now, even her interest in beauty, I had no, and skin, it's really this interest in skin. Um, I, I knew she was, you know, she'd come to the office, she would come to the lab with me, and she would, um, uh, you know, she knew I worked all the time. She was, you know, there, she was with patients, she knew some of the patients. She had, um, she knew the term idiopathic guttate hypomelanosis. She could recognize that on the skin at she age seven. It. <laughs> she I don't know if she could spell it. I don't remember. But I know she worked on practicing that she was going to be able to diagnose that. And those are the little white spots on the legs that come at, on brown skin after sun, a lot of sun exposure. So, you know, my message is you don't, you don't understand how much you're impacting your children. They're, they're really watching you carefully and listening to you. You know, I think a lot of the advice Davlin gives, it's she's heard me say it to my phone, my sister over the phone. She's heard me tell her these things. Her friends have, you know, asked her to ask me and I tell her something that she tells them. So I think the, um, the, you know, you never know what results you're going to get with your kids. You know, you don't know how they're going to turn out when they're three or four or five, <laughs> six, you know. But I think keeping them uh, in touch with your life is important because they are they are watching you very clear, closely. You know, that was one of the I think the biggest lessons I learned in becoming a mom that I wanted to hold close was that. Tierra, my daughter, needed to fit into our lives. We couldn't adjust our lives, stop doing everything, and make it be so focused on her that we lost our own selves because we needed to integrate as a family so that we could all be fulfilled as much as we could. And mm -hmm. I love how you talk about the impact because even for me, it never occurred to me not to take Tierra with me when I was traveling because that's what my mom did. Mm -hmm. I went with her, I saw it, and even now, Tierra, like, you know, she, she told me and my husband that she's the CEO. And I was like, can we at least be on the board? And she's like, you can, you can have an advisory seat. And I realized she had heard me talking about my board seat as an advisory role. And so she tells us she's the CEO. So it's, I'm like, how is she hearing this language? She's like booking hotels, booking Ubers. And I'm like, oh, she's listening. Um, so you're right. She's and watching. She's watching. And so she's then when you talk about your experience watching this amazing mom and being able to bring that into what you wanted to do. Did you know what seven when you were learning the words or did it kind of evolve? Well, it's so funny because whenever you say that mom, I'm like, how did you not know? Because I will, yeah, I was always there, but like, it probably wasn't obvious. It was just this like thing that was always just such a huge part of my life. I mean, even in elementary school, like on career day, 
my mom would bring a bowl of grapes to the class and like talk about how like her role as dermatologist and she'd have us put the grapes outside in the sun and we'd watch them turn into raisins. In my head, when I think about that story, it's like the raisin, they turned into raisins the next day. And now I feel like I haven't even asked you, I'm like, did you also give the teachers raisins so that they could just swap them out the next day? <laughs> or did we actually watch them turn into raisins? Like, I actually can't think of how that actually happened. But that was how she yeah, taught us think- about sun exposure and like why it's so important to wear sunscreen. Yeah, so I can't tell you the call. This is a, a lecture right before they went on spring break. <laughs> so the calls that I got from parents were like, oh, my God, what did you tell those kids? They won't go <laughs> anywhere without their sunscreen. <laughs> I mean, I this message is, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think we had raisins there. And that this is, I had the comparison, you know, to show that the grapes, and if you put them in the sun, and the idea was you were going to put this grapes in the sun, and when you came back from spring break, they would look like raisins. Yeah, but I think we had we had raisins there. Yeah, you had to, right? And like the things that I remember that way, it's like I remember these grapes turning into raisins all of a sudden, and that's why I always have to wear sunscreen. And this, even this, is like burned into all of my friends' head. You know, like growing up, like my mom was such a huge role in so many of my friends' lives because. Skin, you know, stuff for your skin happens all the time, right? So, you know, when she had a practice in DC, I worked there, I filed charts, I taught, you know, answered the phones. I was like very heavy in the sample closet. That was really like my jam. You know, like, oh, yeah, you always said. go home with stuff, you know, <laughs> only samples, by the way. Everything was just a small little, it got like a small little aquaphor, small little different, tiny little IS clinical, you know, active serums. But that was amazing. I never saw anything like full size until like I got to college or something. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it was just such a huge part of growing up, you know, even going with my mom to conferences, um, you know, being then becoming this friend that everyone came to to ask either, you know, I have this thing on my face, like, what is it? Sending me pictures of their, you know, rashes, now their kids' rashes, I forward along to my mom. If I look through my texts with my mom, you know, when you can look at like just the images, it's all like, What's that? Like, it's like a, a picture of a zit on my face. It's a picture of a rash on my friend's like four year old's arm. It's like all these things because it's such a huge part of our life. Like, even, you know, skin is just like so much stuff happens. You get a cut, you get a mosquito bite, it's acne. It's, you know, now growing up, you know, getting older. And now my friends are like, oh, what does your mom think about filler? What does she think about Botox? Like, all these, it's just such a huge conversation piece anyway that it was really unique it's like a really unique experience i think having a mom who's a dermatologist um and now i've seen on tiktok where that is like all i talk about and people are like so into it and so into my mom they're like i do a vlog about like day in the life they're like okay where's my mom like what sunscreen do you <laughs> yes. what sunscreen do i need to buy they're like i don't care about your vlog <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we want more Dr. Lynn. Tell right, us. right. <laughs> Always. They're like, where's your mom? I'm like, well, we don't live in the same place. So when she comes to town and she's coming to town in a few weeks, I've got her booked. I'm like, <laughs> we have content we need to make that <laughs> needs to last us a few months. So be ready. I love this. I, I absolutely love it. And you're right. There is something so special because you become like 
the mom with the most, right? Like every friend is like, ask your mom this. I mean, literally before we could even start this podcast, I'm showing you pictures of my child. So I can only imagine that <laughs> across, you know, so many different people. And so always when you were, you know, you've had this great experience and you've learned so much. Talk about this transition into your brands, because it's not as though you started your career and said, I'm going to do this brand. You've had amazing jobs and jobs that from Google to being a producer, a marketing tech executive, you've been at YouTube. So talk about this moment where you said, okay, now is the time. And I imagine the first person you called was Dr. Lynn. But talk about that and how you all came together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is so funny because I do feel like in one sense that like skincare has just been such a huge part of my life since, you know, forever. My first internship was um, a beauty intern at a Hearst magazine. Um, and that I feel like I got that internship because mom, you had an interview with like one of the beauty editors. And I was like, oh, like I would love to talk to her because um, I want to be a beauty editor. And then I realized that they just like write a lot. And I was like, ah, like I kind of just am into the product. Like I don't necessarily need to be a journalist. Um, but yeah, I, so I think skincare has just like kind of been this constant for me. Um, and then I was remembering back in 2016, um, when I was at Google, I was um, in marketing at Google and I was working kind of on the side on this um, website called Of Many Hues. Mom, do you remember this? This is like yeah. six years ago. And I was yes. like, oh, I'm going to create this into the gloss for Black women. Like, we're going to talk about all like skincare issues that are very common to us, like products that I recommend. I was like interviewing my mom. We made all these articles. I had this great Instagram. And it was something that like I was really passionate about and excited about. And then work got like so intense that it kind of was a thing that was like, okay, I'm going to put this on the side. So fast forward, like five years. Um, I'm now I was in New York for a while. I was now moved to LA, um, had been at Google for nine, no, I guess at that point, seven and a half years and was like, is this it? You know, like, I I like I love like my coworkers and I just don't know if this is like what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I remember, but I, I always was like, I'm gonna hold it down. Like my husband's gonna be the one to like go do these entrepreneurial things, I'm gonna have this steady job, great, you know, income, be able to like pay for the things that I really wanna do. Um and we were on this trip in Tokyo and it was like, you know, you go travel and you're like get so inspired and you're so far away from everything else. And I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Like, do I want to say Google? Like, I do want to hold it all down. He was like, you don't have to be there your whole life. Like, you can go. You do whatever you want. And it was like, he said this one thing. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I don't It was like some kind of unlock. And I was like, well, then I'm going to go and like continue what I was doing with Of Many Hues. Because that was something that was still a constant in my life. Um, even in Tokyo, I was like you know, oh, I can't go to dinner tonight. I'm going to this nail salon. It's like the coolest salon in Tokyo. I booked its appointment two months ago, like <laughs> going to get all these designs in the pharmacy, like buying all this stuff. Um, and so I, it, it was funny because that was the Thanksgiving before COVID happened. And, you know, being able to then when we were all working from home, really just having this time to think about like what this was going to be. 
Um, I knew it was going to be a skincare brand. I knew I was going to focus on melanin rich skin and kind of just be having at the time to kind of like think about that or like take calls with labs and stuff, you know, without people in the office, like looking at my screen. It was huge. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I'm busy with work, but also, you know, have some time on the side. So that was really the moment. And at the same time, it was something that, you know, has been going forever. So it's, it's so funny, like the people in our lives who give us that little push and mm-hmm. for your husband to say, like, you do whatever you want. And even how you started talking about, you were like, okay, I'm going to do this so he can be an entrepreneur. And we get so caught up with what's in our head. And then mm-hmm. for him to just, like you said it, it's that unlock. It's that thing that like sparks it in us where we say, oh my goodness, I've been sitting on this. And then I think back to gratitude as much as we didn't know and as much as there was happening during COVID, to your point, to be able to use that time to say, okay, let's go. Let me see what I can learn and let me see what I can figure out. And how did you, as you started to do the research and you started to say, okay, I think I'm getting to something. What was that process like from a research perspective? Because you do have Dr. Lynn. Did you immediately, was it, let's now go back and forth? Because I love the positioning of how you you came together to create the brand. Yeah, I think it was, I probably was sitting on it as I do. I was probably sitting on it for like months and months before I brought it to my mom. (laughs) I think it was like, I want to know what this really is before, you know, because it could be so many different things. I want to really solidify it before, you know, I bring it to her um, and... That was also like a really, I remember when I did it, it was like, it was like in the car outside of my friend's house. I was like, I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to tell her now. Um, and she's going to be excited. And she was super excited. Um, and it's funny because that was at least two years before we launched, you know, the research process just to figure out how to create a product was, you know, like starting from nothing. I did not have any experience in product development Um my roles at Google were actually like incredibly helpful in that all of my um, experience was really surrounding around project management. So I can run a project start to finish, like no problem, run multiple work streams um, kind of not easily, but that kind of comes naturally to me. And so when it came to like building a brand, I was like, okay, I know what I need to do. I think but I need to just, there was just like so much research that needed to happen. Um, and it was a lot of like cold calling labs, talking to anyone that I knew that had a brand. And it wasn't that many people, but there were so many people who were like, oh, you should talk to this person. And that person said, oh, you should talk to this person. So I kind of kept like created a network in that way and like listening to like all sorts of podcasts. And then it was also COVID. I was also on maternity leave, by the way. Um, <laughs> For like eight months during all of this, and all of it, <laughs> we had a lot going on. <laughs> so, but the good thing was that during COVID, there were all these panels that people were doing, like you know, and and being on Zoom was like you know, watching a panel was this thing that was almost novel, right? Before it would be like, oh, there's an event, and like five people are talking, like you got to cross town to get to it. I was just able to like listen to all these these folks and like. You know, I learned about Beauty Independent and all these kind of trade publications. So it was a lot. I mean, it was a lot of research and a lot of figuring it out um, and kind of doing it from scratch, um, which was hard. But also, I'm so glad that I did because now I know 
how to do it, what I like doing, what I don't like doing, what I'm good at, what I'm bad at. So yeah, it's been it's been a huge learning curve, but it was great. The fact that you doubled down and did the research, I mean, that speaks volumes and being able to connect. Here's what I learned at Google. Here's what I know I need to learn. Let me fill in the gaps so that I can use that to get to the other side of what I really want to do. And as you're talking, I think Dr. Lin about how we really started and the fact that Dave Lin really had this opportunity to see you as a mom, as a woman, like building your business and working and growing. So when you think about watching her go through this process, but also having built your own business and gone through your process, what's something that you've learned from Damon that you're like, oh my goodness, I wish I had known that as I was building my company. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a very good point. I, and I have to stress that what she said about I mean, not really knowing a lot about what she was doing. I mean, she when she finally told me, I mean, she even the, the website, she brought it to me as we were entering a Broadway play to show me. <laughs> I was going to the play. She had to go back to work. <laughs> I don't know whether it was Hamilton or what it was. I guess maybe Wicked. I don't know what it was. But anyway, I can see us on Broadway with a thousand people going by <laughs> and uh, looking at this website that was fabulous, you know, so I saw it and that was even great because I had a practice, um, private practice and had sold products on that practice and, you know, on the, on the website, but it was nothing like what she had at all. It was through a distributing company and it wasn't, you know, they weren't my products at all, but it was very basic. It it wasn't something that did very well at all. (laughs) And then when she started doing the uh, working on the cream, the research of that, I thought I was very excited. She was very independent about doing it. She would ask me about some of the products that the chemists might recommend putting in, particularly some of the preservatives. And I'm like, no, no, we can't do that. Or I think one had one at 30% glycolic acid or some acid in there. I said, no, you'll get <laughs> holes in your face with that, you know? Um, so it was. But a lot of the research and things where I really had to look up myself, I think she had done research on, you know, products that are from other other countries are using or uh, that, you know, rosehip oil, for instance, that that my mother used to use. Uh, So she was very independent. It's it's it wasn't um, with me doing a lot. She in the business side of it, you know, her grandmother used to always say, well, Daylin's the only business, this when she was eight years old. She's the only <laughs> businesswoman in the, in the family. <laughs> Why she did she that? I would you that. <laughs> she used to, because she, you had helped her with that yard sale. Oh, <laughs> remember? Lord. And then it was, it was a yard sale that she had in 90 degree weather in Georgia. And Daylin was out pounding signs up on the, on Washington Road in Augusta, Georgia on the, with the lamp posts and the phone poles and then selling like $50 your, after all of that. Right, right. <laughs> if that much. That was the worst. <laughs> but uh, grandmother always said, oh, she's the business. Well, she's the, she knows business. She knows business. So I've, but I've learned her in terms of her product management and her, her whole management of things. I, I remember when I first opened my practice, I think Davlin was, um, what, maybe 15, and we were going on a trip to Spain and taking her best friend with us, too. And I just opened the office, and 
it was, I just had stuff to do. I had to, I'm like, I, I can't go tomorrow. And so I she's lying in bed and saying, and I, what, I convinced my husband that he could, he'd do just fine with the two girls, <laughs> 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 which he was not thrilled about. But, and Jalen explained it. She sat up in bed. She explained to me, she said, now, we just learned that you can only do five things in a day. So you need to figure out what five things you're going to do <laughs> before these two days before you come over to Spain. And uh, so that was very helpful. I really structured those two days and, and got that done and got over there. And my husband was, so, he was like, here, they're yours. <laughs> Do you really fly with us? I don't remember I that at all. I don't know. No, oh, my God. By himself with you. <laughs> um, but I, and the other thing yeah, that I, I didn't it. know until the last minute, and it probably is, I mean, it really is best. I didn't know the name of the product. And I really didn't know this emphasis on me <laughs> that because I'm it's, I would have said, well, that's just ridiculous, you know. Um, but uh, so it was she was very thoughtful about how she proceeded with things, knowing what I could tolerate and what I couldn't. <laughs> and and, um, and she manages all the business side of it. You know, it's just really the. Um, the advice that I've given her over the years and that she's listened to some advice she hasn't listened to, but <laughs> <laughs> so I, I try. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in terms of the product, she does, she really does um, listen to everything. It's, it's um, good at ask questions and very concerned about uh, the safety of things. You know, there's so many myths and rumors and, harmful things, you know, that particularly to um, black and brown skin, it's it really have to be corrected because they're so inbred. And, and so and doctors even are, you know, telling people certain things about especially the hair and skin and nails even. Um, and that's what dermatology is all about. So, wow, you, you guys, I, I absolutely love this. And it's so funny that your grandmother said that you were the only business person in the family. I mean, she clearly was wise beyond her years and manifested what would become today namesake. And so I want to talk about that because Dr. Lynn, even when you said like you didn't know the name and the emphasis, but Dave Lynn, that you did it in such a way that you knew your mom would be able to tolerate it and being able to say, <laughs> I'm going to take this part, but maybe not this part. Um, it's just, it's so phenomenal. So, so let's talk about that name because there's so much in a name. It, it, it grounds us when we do it with purpose. I named my company Brain Trust because I really only like to work with smart people that I trust. And I had to learn that throughout my career. So, so talk to us about namesake and why it means so much and how you came to that. Yeah. I mean, naming, as you know, is like such a hard and long process. I, it was one of the things that I kind of saved till the end. Um, and it came to me all of a sudden one day, um, I'm basically the namesake of my parents. Like uh, my dad is David. My mom is Lynn. I'm Dave Lynn. Um, and I really wanted the brand to embody the fact that this is all about what I learned from my mom, you know? And so namesake was like, 
it came to me, I was like driving to like back from Malibu or something during COVID, you know, one of these like drives where there's like nothing else to do. And I was like, Oh, namesake. I was like, that's it. I like ran to the USPTO website Mm -hmm. to make sure I could trademark it. I was like, Hey, no one else is using it in the beauty category. Like, let's get on this, like get the website, get the, you know, Instagram, all the handles. Um, and it, and it was it wasn't being used, um, and it also was is a funny word that you kind of always come across when people are talking about brands that are named after themselves. So um, you know, like Joanna Vargas is namesake skincare brand, blah blah. And so that I feel like it was almost like incepted because I was reading so many articles, and I was like, this just makes sense for so many reasons. Um, I loved how kind of symmetrical it looked, and it just made sense. Yeah. And I even thought at the time, I said, oh, maybe we should trademark this name. You know, what if there's a product? Because there was an art gallery named Davelin that um, in New York on Madison Avenue, um, French art gallery uh, that's not there anymore, but it was named Davelin. And we talked to the the owner and it was the same. That's how they got the name David and Lean. So, I've just thought about that today that we had, we really, I really had thought about trademarking the name. And I, I think I mentioned it to Dave when once old, when she was older and she said, Oh, no, 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 no. You know, that's not, you shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You know, so name well, so works. It works. And it's funny because I did end up trademarking Dave one too, because I was like, Oh, well, maybe that's what this is. But then in like, I don't know. And I, I didn't want it to be my namesake brand. You know, I wanted it to be called something else so it can, you know, live on without me. But yeah, we do have that trademark. We want oh, to use good. it in beauty at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you got it. I mean, this, right. Right. <laughs> this is fantastic. Like, I love Dr. Lynn, how you were like, we thought about trademarking it. And day one, the first thing she said was, I picked the name and I went to the PTO office. Like, come, that is like, just, your grandmother was right. You yes. had your yes. business plan. You said, I mean, I love the fact, and I, I want our listeners, so many of our listeners are building businesses or have businesses and are trying to figure out the steps. And like you knew at that moment, like namesake, let me go and trademark it. And even the fact that your mom <laughs> had this reaction of let me trademark your name. And now you have that trademark. I mean, it's truly the, the namesake. I mean, it just, it's so fitting with how you all play off of each other and the relationship. And, and even when you think about namesake, because you do have the ability to create so many things. And with Dr. Lynn by your side, you can test, you can learn, you can figure out, you know, what are the right ingredients? So you talked in the very beginning about having one product and having patience as you determine what's coming next. So what is next? Is it more products? Is it expanding? How do you see namesake growing into and keeping this generation going? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yes, it's more products. And I think it will still be very thoughtful in that I don't just want to launch to launch. There's so much skincare out there and so many products out there. And I think people are still so confused about what they're supposed to do when, what products they should buy and why. And I think to slowly kind of grow with our community and kind of educate them as to why the next product is needed. You know, like 
slowly build out kind of a skincare, like the skincare essentials. But, you know, if you launch, you know, four products at a time, it's kind of like, oh, do I put the serum on after it? Like the, even the basics, I feel like a lot of people are still kind of stuck on, which like, of course, of course, right? Like we're watching YouTube and TikTok and people have these like crazy long routines. Um, and normally they're, you know, 19 with no skin issues. So like they can do whatever they want. But I'm working on a few other SKUs, but really being strategic and thoughtful about like as how I launch them and when. And it is, it's, it's for the novice, like it is, how many products do you really need? What's right for you understanding that? And I think like being just so thoughtful in the one, you have nailed it. And not only have you nailed a phenomenal product, but when we think about the recycling, like I think back to your Earth Day post and you're like, hold on, hold on. Even though the packaging is recyclable and the jars are recyclable, you can use this for so many other things because it's, it's really beautiful. And so even down to that, the sustainability of it comes through from the entire start to finish of the brand. And so that does take time and it takes patience. So we're going to be excited to see what comes next for namesake. And and Dr. Lynn, just when you think about your career, what you've built, doing this with your daughter, what's kind of the piece of advice that you would give to this generation of women who are sitting here kind of thinking like, what can I do? Who am I? Like, what advice do you give them to helping kind of figure out who they are and to have the confidence to really move forward and to become the day one and to do kind of what their hearts always wanted? So I, for, for, well, let me give you one, one thing first, cause I'll, and then I'll go to that because otherwise I'm going to forget, but you're talking about the sustainability of things. I started thinking about the boxes because I happen to have a few of the boxes and they'd be great for kids to build on. So I'm always thinking about my grandson first, you know, <laughs> but it'd be great for them to use those boxes as blocks to build, you know, rather than just throwing away the box. But anyway, so that was, that was one thought, but I think to, to um, really look closely at your child and see who they are and where, and try to give them as much exposure. I think the exposure that we've given Dave one over the years to family, just a lot of things in life, you know, outdoors, nature. I always tried to um, take Dave on to pretty, th I remember eight months taking her to the museum because there's a Georgia O'Keeffe exhibit and there were lines like, you know, three people in front of me and three rows and I just have her in arms and move her up so she can see this beautiful picture. And then we left, you know, it's, um, so I think, in, and enjoying nature, you know, I always liked her to enjoy rainbows and this, the, the trees, the flowers, and then to, um, you know, read to your children as much as possible because they can see other things in life and expose them and teach them to learn and love more than one person, you know, so that they're not just with you, but they, they can learn to be with other people and really enjoy and and love them and then as they talk about their careers and things they want to do you know encourage them you know she wanted to do gymnastics till and then she got 13 and she grew tall it was like it got a little more scary you know to do it so it was um you know, I didn't think that that was not going to be her career, that we didn't have anyone in our family who was who did sports. But 
Um, but I let her go on and she was, she was good. You know, she was very good at it. So I, I think encouraging your kids and the things they enjoy doing, keeping them busy, keeping them with friends that have the same values that you have also, um, it, it's very important. Uh, and, uh, just, you know, watching them grow and, and really if they, if you see they need help in anything, get help for them in that area. But I just, I think the exposure really helps to exposure and education and love. Of course, you've got to, you've got to love them even, even when they're 13 and 15. (laughs) You have to just hang in there and, and too, you know, you just have to hang in there and, um, you know, and the other piece of advice I used to do with David, I just, I wouldn't even talk to her if she was Hungry, sleepy, or thirsty. It just we had there was no place for conversation. And now it's yeah, caffeine. oh yeah, now cafe. Oh my goodness. And it, <laughs> oh, my caffeine. Yeah. oh my gosh, Dr. Lynn. That is just phenomenal. And it is the exposure and you know, thinking about its impact. Like I see the connectivity in terms of even Dave Lynn, like, you know, nature and rainbows and trees and like you wanting to say, I want to do 100% recyclable and sustainability. Like it's all these nuances of life that come together in such beautiful ways. And we get those through exposure and by having people who want to teach us and want to guide us and really even the encouragement piece. I think, you know, we're never too old or too young to have someone encourage us to be the best that we can be and to explore and try things. And so I love, I love those. I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, let me make sure that I'm doing that with with my starter. (laughs) Because I saw it, I I see it. And um, and it's just, it's so important. And it's just, it's such a gift. I think it's such a gift for those of us who are able to be mom, take that path in the Mm -hmm. course. Yeah, I think one thing too, I'll add that, um, and this is something I didn't know until later with Davlin that she thought we wanted her to be a doctor. And I, that wasn't the plan. I remember her one day working with my surgical instruments. I don't know, she's doing something on her nail and she said, what could I, what could I do that could do, I could, where I could do this? You know, I, she was just fascinated by it. And so I didn't say a word because I was, you know, but I just think, oh, maybe she's interested in being a doctor, you know, but I didn't realize she felt the pressure that that's what we, the only thing we thought she would be, but that was no way. And we didn't, we had no way of knowing that that was any kind of pressure we were putting on her. And I don't think we were, I think that it was in her head. And so no, it's I don't think you were, no, I don't, I don't think you were at all. I think maybe when I was younger, but like, then I would, you know, be in my mom's office looking at all of these dermatology textbooks and all of the slides. And I was like, uh, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> she and the blood and the, the cadavers. And I was just like, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what I want to do. But there's something here, you know, <laughs> You're like, something with the product here. situation, the beauty, the product, the magazines. I like that the slides with the diseases and like other people need to save the world and, and do that. Right. <laughs> That's not going to be me. You're like, I'm saving the world over here. You yeah. there. Um, yeah, right. 
Well, this has just been so phenomenal. You've brightened my day. It's so magical for this. And I'm so excited for what's to come. And um, as we close out the show, we always like to give back to the community and support our fellow founders. And Dave, when I can say you do that so well, um, you're always supporting and just encouraging everyone. And so I'll ask you both. What's one product or brand that we should all go check out and support? Dave, I'll start with you. Yeah. So um, I'm going to pick a brand that launched probably at the top of the year called Our Side. Um, it's a fragrance brand launched by Kata Burke-Williams. Um, and she launched with three fragrances, all because her sister couldn't wear fragrance because of asthma. And I'm not the fragrance girly. Like I know there's like a lot people have like different combinations and all these things they do. But the way that she launched was like really amazing. The fragrances are incredible. She has a little um like sample kit that she does, and they just launched in Credo this week. I feel like she's doing she's doing a phenomenal job. So that they're super new, but I feel like they're they're one to watch. Keaton and I met speaking on a panel with the black alumni group at Harvard. We met speaking on this panel um, and she she joined our Brain Trust Founders studio and um, just really rooting for her. So that's so so great. Yeah, she's great. Can can you tell us a little bit about the Brain Trust studio? Yes. So, and Dave is a member. We're all going to be together at Martha's Vineyard. Um, Shout out for Martha's Vineyard in August. So Brain Trust Founders Studio is um, an extension of the company that I started. So I'm a three-time founder, but I started Brain Trust Founders Studio in October 2021, really as a way to support my fellow Black founders in the beauty and wellness industry. And it was that moment where you want to support so many people. Like I'm here to be of service, to use my platform to help founders grow and accelerate and build their businesses. And what I found is, you know, the data will tell us about the lack of access, but having lived it, having raised money and bought my company, sold companies, it's it's really hard. And so I felt like, how can I multiply the small piece of what I know, but then connect with all these people who know so much? And if we can truly be a brain trust, then we can help founders change the, the landscape. We can help them with economic advancement. We can help them grow their brands in a way that might be a little easier than the way that it was for us. And so I created the studio based upon my personal professional pillars of community, mentorship, education, and capital. I don't think that we can do anything by ourselves. I think that we should be working in community. We should be asking for help. We all need mentors and we should constantly be in a place of educating ourselves, which is why it resonated so much when Daglin said she took time to do the research and then she called you and she asked other people. And then I do think that there is this notion of capital and capital is not just financial capital, it's human and it's social capital. And I think that when we can put those things together and we can come together in a safe space to talk and share and create pathways of access that we can be successful. So the studio is that, and we come together, we have programming, we have events, but it's really become this great way for founders to feel like they have a support system and to have access to things that can help them grow their businesses. And Dave One is part of our community. And it's also great that so many of the founders are here in LA. Like that part is really, really fantastic. That's so great. 
Okay, doctor, tell us yours. Oh, so I think, well, one, I can't think of the name of it, but Kara's sunscreen that I love. Oh, um, super good. Oh, no, no, super, Starface. Starface. Starface, yeah, Starface um, is a um, sunscreen that just goes on. It's like crystal clear, and it gives great protection. It's not clogging, you know, it's just very it's smooth. I, I don't know of any other product that even feels like that um, that goes on because it's not a gel. It's not a cream. It's not an ointment. It's just smooth <laughs> and it's not really oily. <laughs> so that I've enjoyed a lot. It is. Um, Starface is such a fantastic brand. And it's interesting because at first I was like, hmm, what is this? And what is that? And then you dive into it. And sunscreen is so important. Like, I love how you talk about it. I say my daughter is a competitive swimmer. And every time I'm like, you're going to thank me later. Put this sunscreen Mm -hmm. on. Yeah, it really does. And you have to consider waterproof sunscreens, too, for her when she gets outside. Um, So and fragrance free. I know we had with Dave when she was allergic to every sunscreen. It was just we got down to Elta sunscreen, which has a waterproof sunscreen, too. So think about that also. Oh, yeah. I'm like dermatologist in my pocket. Thanks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you both so much. This has just been such a great time. My heart is really full. I can't wait to call my mom and tell her about this conversation. And I'm just, it's just such a blessing to be together in community, the relationship that you all have and the ability to just have fun. We've laughed. We've also shared so much. And I think that that's when we know that you're really onto something when you can have fun and you can have impact and you can really use all of your learnings that whether you knew or you didn't know to really create something. So congratulations. and, And thank you both. Thank you so much for having Thank us. You. This was so fun. I want to just like keep talking to you all day, but I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't often get a chance to laugh till we cry. But I did. I mean, I was it was really funny. <laughs> Some of the things. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And every week I share an influencer I'm checking out. And today I have the honor of sharing two. Thank you, Dr. Lynn and David. So first up, ourside.nyc. That's Ourside.nyc, Conscious Fragrance, that's unisex, Black Girl Founded and Bronze Made, and Starface. Starface says that it's more fun for your face, 100% vegan and cruelty free. And as always, I want to leave you with two things from today's guest, Dr. Lynn and Dave Lynn, and that is how will you create more exposure? in your life to learn new things and how will you encourage those around you to also find ways to create more opportunities for exposure in their own lives so how will you expose yourself to more things in life and how will you encourage all of those around you to do the same and with that follow rate and subscribe to business of the beat on apple podcast stitcher spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, your five-star rating means so much to us. Don't miss an episode. Until next week. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fishmar Creative, 
Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast. And on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a mean old line media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.